ready. You're never going to be ready. And having that as an understanding, understanding that that is the truth makes it so your preparation goes to another level. You prepare in ways where you know that you can never actually be ready. And ultimately what starts to happen is you become overqualified for situations. You become overqualified for jobs. And, and I, I like, I got an offer the next day after like I, I did the interview and I got an offer the next day, which I know now, I know, I know based on, because I've officially started the job, I know I'm overqualified for what the actual job description was because I took my preparation, my preparation to get this specific job was on another level. My preparation, I'm gonna say it again, my preparation was on a different level and that's how I land on an ideal land on my ideal situation. Hope I'm, I hope I'm not confused. Trust me, if, if you're confused right now, understand, I'm gonna break everything down. That's what we do on this show. I'm gonna break everything down on this episode, all right? Again, finding your ideal situation and getting your ideal offer, it's all about mindset. It's all about having the mindset and understanding the timing, the timing of it. I'll, I'll actually, I'll never forget my first, the first time I actually had a regular job, like an hourly wage job. It was at a gym named Washington Sports Club. I was making seven, a whopping, hold your, hold, hold on to your seatbelts here. Hold on, hold your horses. I was making a whopping $7 an hour. <laughs> I wasn't being paid shit. However, it was the ideal situation because it was at a gym and I had just torn my ACL. I just had ACL surgery. So my knee was, was needing rehab. This was the first time in my life I wasn't actually a part of a football team. And it would have been very easy for me to quit and just say, you know, just going to make my money and, you know, forget the whole football thing. However, because of where I worked at this gym, I have access to a weight room. I have access to cardio equipment. I had access to yoga classes. I had the access to everything that a fitness center would offer that was going to help me rehab my knee. And it took me, what, one year to just get my knee right. And then I went on to play for my idea of my at the time, it was my dream school, which was Stony Brook University. I went on to play Division One football, got my degree, all that kind of stuff because, again, because I had the ideal situation, all right? So, again, it was all about the timing. Obviously, at this stage of my life, I can't take – I mean, I probably could. I, I wouldn't be opposed to doing a job for $7 an hour. However, it would have to be a part-time situation in which I could be selling my own stuff and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, again, that that's going to go into another episode I'll do when it comes to creating offers and getting creative about employments and getting be, being very resourceful with what you do have. And that's that's not the topic for today. That's a different conversation for a different day. Today, I want to talk to you guys about how I became ready for my current my current situation which as of this recording i am a teacher at creative center of education which is located in it's located in west palm beach by the time this recording comes out there'll be a whole lot more things that there will be a lot of things that i would have implemented since i've been there there would be a lot a lot more things that are implemented that are allowed and that people can participate in a lot of more ways of engaging and things like that but Again, I want to start, I want to give you, I want to kind of freeze the, 
the moment I'm in now because I just started there. And it's very important that, you know, that's what, honestly, that's what podcasting is all about. That's what doing these shows is all about. That's what the Move Swiftly brand, it really is all about. It's about freezing certain moments and understanding that your mindset, your mindset is everything. Your mindset is so powerful, guys. It's so powerful because I, I, I can't tell you how blessed I am to be in the situation that I, I am in. And in, in many ways, I'm still kind of, in on in la la land that I even got the situation because understand, you know, I moved, I moved to Florida with aspirations of working for a, I was, I was planning on working for a startup charter school, much like the one that I just got an offer from much like the creative center of education. However, this one was named visible man Academy. You know, there was so many things that I had done to prepare myself to be a part of Visible Man Academy. The founder of the school was a guy named Neil Phillips. And I was a I was a trainer for the company he started in Maryland, which is one-on-one basketball. And I was watching so much of his work and how he started this charter school and no actual offer came and to look up five years. It's been five years since I've been out here in Florida. And to think that, you know, I found a school very similar to his. And you know, now the now that I got an offer, I have books out, I have podcasts out, I have so many things in which I can sell to these charter schools. It's just amazing. You know, God's timing is so perfect. And, and I, if you can get anything, anything, anything from this episode is just keep your faith, man. Keep your faith. Keep working. Keep grinding. And I, I, I can promise you, I can guarantee you so many things are going to, so many great things, so many unexpected blessings are going to uh, come into your life you will absolutely be in shock. You'll be in shock and how, how this whole thing works, all right? So as far as the offer, the offer for me to become a teacher at the Creative Center of Education, here's what happened, all right? It, it, honestly, it happened a whole, a whole year ago, probably about a year and a half ago when I first started working for Kindercare Learning Center for the, the franchise, which is Kindercare Learning Center, right? So the Center of Creative Education is a is a K through kindergarten through fourth grade. As of this recording, it's kindergarten through fourth grade. The plan is for it to go from kindergarten to fifth grade, and that's basically school age, right? So the previous form of employment when I was at Kindercare, when I was at Kindercare Learning Center, the the age group was newborns all the way through VPK. All right. And there was a very different, it was a different type of uh, atmosphere when it came to the school age kids, when it came to the K through five, right? Because K through five was sort of optional, was sort of an optional thing. It became not a daycare anymore. It became an after school care. And we'd have to go pick the kids up from their school and, you know, the school-aged kids, we have to go pick up the school-aged kids and then bring them in for aftercare. So that's the way it worked. Throughout the day, basically throughout the day, the company is about servicing VPK through school aid. I mean, through VPK, excuse me, VPK through infants and doing what's best from for the kids who are from VPK through infants, right? So for a while, I was working with the three-year-olds. I was working with the three-year-olds and I got moved because I was it once that once I got in the system and once I became a teacher in the learning center and all that kind of stuff what happened what started to happen was 
the administrators started to realize that I was not, I was not cut out to deal with three-year-olds. I was not cut out to deal with kids that were in the VPK age and all that kind of stuff. I was just not cut out for that life, right? And they immediately, I must have been there for, I must have been at Kindercare for maybe about a month and a half, maybe, yeah, maybe it was maybe close to a month before they moved me to the school age room. They moved me to the school age room and that's where, that's where everything started to take off or that's where I started to get into kind of a, 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 a zone in which I was kind of in my sweet spot because as a high school, as a former high school football coach and as an author, as someone that has actual intellectual property out, something that the kids can actually consume. Kids, I have books out specifically for kids who are from K through five and things like that. Since I was that person, I started to catch my stride. I caught my stride and, you know, there were certain things, there were activities, there were things I was doing outside, there were things I was doing inside, there were projects I was giving them. Everything was, there was no, like the curriculum for kinder care education, I, I'm allowed to say this now, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke, all right? So I had to basically, it was me, it was me and about 25 school-age children and I had to just come up with something to keep them engaged. I have to come up with ideas. And that's what I would do every single day. Every single day, I would come up with a certain idea. You know, I would think about a project to do, think about something that they could do. They come in, they do their project. And then I would have competitions for all the kids and see who did the best project. All sorts of things. Every, all sorts of things. Every single day, it was something new. Every single day, it was something new. All right. So again, I was preparing for when the creative center of education, again, I had no idea that this school even existed. I had no idea that this school even existed. Only thing I did know was I had the mindset, look, I got all these books. I got this intellectual property. I have this business and I need to figure out ways to move my books. I need to figure out ways to get this plus LY merch in the hands of kids and in the, and all that kind of stuff in the heads. I need to get the swiftly framework. I need to get the acronym. I need to get the acronym in the minds of the youth that's that's the only thing I actually knew how to do all right <laughs> so here's what happened I got I got called in I remember it was one day I got called into the office I got called into the office this is when I was at kindergarten and I was told and this is just the first time I was told that I was being put on administrative leave because the <laughs> the tone of my voice the I don't know I guess I was getting I was getting a lot of complaints from the kids about how I was just too loud too aggressive too mean whatever the case may be I was just it was just too much and I got put on administrative leave just this was just the first time now I got put on administrative leave so a full investigation could be done right so that happened and then once I came back after administrative leave the job, like, for those of you who don't know, I spent this past, at least, again, I, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be a whole year from when I used to do a lot of workshops. One of the things that really what I did in 2020, one of the major things that happened in 2022 for me was I got an opportunity to do regular workshops for a company named Positive Coaching Alliance. And Positive Coaching Alliance, for those of you guys don't, for those of you guys who do not know, excuse me. Excuse me. For those of you guys who 
do not know, Positive Coaching Alliance is a company in which I I work part. I'm, I'm not. I don't do as many of it. I don't do as much of it now. But back in 2022, I would go to certain high schools, go to certain youth. YSOs, youth sports organizations, and I would deliver workshops for the coaches, deliver workshops for the athletes. And I, that started to pick up in 2022. And because of that, the first center, the kinder care learning center that I was at, it, it was in Green Acres. I had to basically put in my two weeks and I had to leave them because there were so many workshops that were just popping up. And I knew that I wanted, I knew that being a full-time speaker is the main goal is the thing that I need to be focusing on. So I had to spend my time focusing on delivering great workshops, going out to these schools and delivering a positive message. So basically between me being put on administrative leave and between the, the workshops that I had to do, I, I had to put kinder care, I had to put the kinder care learning center, I had to kind of put them on the back end. I had to kind of put them to the side for a little bit and ultimately what happened was I switched centers. I switched centers. Once the whole, once I got through all the workshops that I did with PCA, they switched centers and they took me, they moved me over to a center in Royal Palm Beach, right? And now I get to Royal Palm Beach and I'm just killing it. Like when I say killing it, I don't mean like actually, I mean, I mean it in a positive way, meaning I was, I knew what to do. There wasn't a whole lot of explanation. There was no there was no training involved whatsoever. The the center director, her name is Miss Chris, the center director at the World Palm location. Her name is Miss Christie. There was absolutely no training that she needed to do. She could just plug me in the VPK room, plug me in the school age room, and things would just pump and things like she didn't miss a beat. Everything was just pumping the right way. She knew that, look, keep them away from the the three-year-olds and younger and keep putting them around the more four-year-olds and the older kids. And everything was moving, just moved, like I like to call it, moved swiftly. It was an easy transition. I would do so many different activities with the kids. And if you go, if you go on previous episodes, I talked about how I would read books to the kids and I would practice. I would think of the kids as if I was speaking to a, in a conference with a hundred business folks. And it was the same thing because now I had spent time that I spent a significant time being a trainer for PCA and delivering these workshops. And I was taking what I was learning from these high schools, bringing it over to the new center, to the VPK kids. Now that I have the coloring book out and then ultimately too, and I have to commend Miss Christie on this. She, she also, made it so I can, once the, once I, once I actually, even actually also what happened too, is I started to ride the bus. I learned how to actually drive the buses. So I drive, I actually was the one driving the buses to pick the school ages up. And once we picked the school ages up, I had races, I had actual relays set up for the school ages because there were so many different school ages and all these activities that I was doing with the kids, little did I know it was preparing me, it was preparing me for what the creative center of education, what they actually needed. All right. So all these things were happening once I made the switch from Green Acres, from Green Acres to Royal Palm Beach. And it was all because of the work that I had previously gone through, right? So here's, here's how I ultimately got the offer from the Creative Center of Education. I got put on administrative leave again, all right, this time with a different center. And the reason, the, the reason I got put on administrative leave this time was because I was 
I was joking around with a colleague. I was joking around with another teacher during Halloween. And I told the teacher that I was going to come dressed up as a as an exotic dancer for I was going to come dressed up as an exotic dancer for Halloween. All right. That's what I told her. And, you know, I did a whole YouTube video on it. I believe and they'll probably by the time this comes out, it'll definitely be on the show in which I, you know, I got put on administrative leave and, you know, I got to the kids and the kids went and told one of the kids went and told the mom, told I not told their mom, it might've been their mom. I don't know. Told their parents that I said this and it got back to Miss Christie and I got, there had to be a full investigation done based on what I said and all that kind of stuff. And I know I spent that entire day just looking for other opportunities because this is the second time I'm getting put on administrative leave. In my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I don't know the rules about how many, <laughs> I don't know the rules about how many times a person can be put on administrative leave. So I was like, look, I better start looking at other places, looking at other centers that I could work with and stuff like that. So luckily, luckily, I reached, it was that day I reached out to the Creative Center of Education and I got an interview the next day. I got an interview the next morning. I got an interview the next morning. And then the next day I officially got offered the job. And the reason I got offered the job is because everything, it wasn't an interview. It wasn't, it was technically, yes, it was an interview, but everything that I laid out to you, and then just to give you guys some clarity on what the Creative Center of Education is, it is not, it is a school that has not even been open for a whole year yet. It's an art-based curriculum and they don't have the, the, again, they don't have the resources they don't have the resources. They don't have an athletic program. They don't have like a, an actual physical education system or a, a teacher that has a sports background that can come in and do the things I'm doing. So again, even though the title, my title officially is assistant teacher, the reality of it is the offer came because they simply want me in the building so I can creatively come up with things. I can creatively come up with things that are going to make it so their athletic program and their physical activities can be established and it'll attract more kids. And what does that ultimately do for the Move Swiftly brand? What does that ultimately do for Make You Move and all that stuff? It only helps because now I have the opportunity, I have the opportunity to get in front of more parents, get in front of more kids, get in front of more opportunity, get in front of more families to create, to create these things. Okay, so you see how that whole thing works. See how the whole thing works. And the way it translates into your life is to now make sure, like I was telling you on my last episode, make sure your preparation does not take a backseat because you feel like you're ready. You're never ready. And when you go through life with that mindset, then you're just constantly, whatever opportunity is given to you, you're going to prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare. And when you over-prepare, now you start to run into situations in which you're overqualified. And I'll close you out with this. This, this. this was actually, again, I'm doing this recording. I'm doing this recording after my first official week at the center. And I could, I remember one of the people that were involved in the hiring process. I believe her name is Dr. Susan. She's one of the art teachers and the school has an art-based curriculum. I remember her pulling me out of, and this was, again, this is just the first week. I'm just starting to catch my stride with the place. She pulled me out of a classroom so I can organize a soccer game during one of the recesses. 
Okay. This is the, I'm just giving it to you real. She pulled me out of a classroom. And so just so I can organize a soccer game. And one of the things that she actually said to, it was another assistant teacher. She said, wait a minute. I thought that that was the reason that we hired him. Again, your reputation, everything. You can get whatever it is you want in this world. You could figure it out. You could figure it out. The number one thing that you have to do is you have to understand what it is you actually want, what it is you actually are good at. Focus on those things and allow yourself to, to feel it, feel what's out there and go out and get shit done. That's the bottom line to this episode. Go out and get shit done. And everyone's antennas are up about what you're about and what you can actually provide for them because folks are eager. Folks are eager. The, the, the ones that have the infrastructure, they're incredibly eager to put people in place that are going to make their jobs a whole lot easier. All right. That's what you can provide. Again, I know, I know the people, the kind of people that listen to this show, you're trying to corner yourself, you're trying to figure, you're trying to find your place in this world. And if you don't, you got to go out and just get shit done. You got to go out and get shit done. Go out, prepare, add shit, add things to your life, add situations and experiences to your life to make it so your ideal situation comes and finds you. You don't have to go find it. All right. Like I said at the beginning, and I'll repeat it. Your ideal situation has everything to do with the timing and your mindset. It's your mindset and the timing. Make sure you jot those two things down. What's my mindset and what the timing is and nothing, absolutely nothing's going to get in your way. And you will, you will, you will. If you follow those two principles, your mindset and your timing, you will figure out a way to get everything it is you want in this world. All right. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon.